Hello everyone and welcome to my podcast. My name is Sarah Merrifield and this is my first time doing a podcast. Um, I've been wanting to start a podcast for some time now and I've been going back and forth with different ideas and different people I can collaborate with and finally said I'm going to bite the bullet and I'm going to do it. I'm going to start it even if it's not the best I'm going to start it because I have a lot to say and I want to get it out there. Um, So a little bit about myself before I really delve into any topics. I am someone that has a lot of different interests. Um, Something I'll be talking about a lot through my podcast is mindfulness and um, sort of this better path I've come across in the past few months. So I recently became a Buddhist about a couple months ago. Um, not fully devout Buddhist in, in every sense of the word. I'm more of a secular Buddhist, which means that I believe in a lot of the more rational sides of Buddhism instead of including all of the supernatural aspects as well. Although I do, I am starting to believe a little bit more in all of those, but this podcast isn't about me and my personal beliefs. Um, I just have a lot of knowledge to share, and I'm really passionate about social justice and a lot of different things in the world and just informing others of better ways they can live their lives and things that they should know about that, that we should all be concerned about, um, which is what I do in my daily life. I talk to people about this stuff all the time. I use my social media to get the word out there about things. Um, been an animal rights activist since I went vegan four years ago, and I've also done activism for other issues, um, and I'm vocal about other issues as well. So I just kind of want to use this as a platform to talk not just all about social justice, since I already do that, um, kind of just about everything that I think people need to know. And I realized kind of early on in life that I had a gift for speaking and writing especially. I'm a poet. I have my own blog, which I'll link somewhere so you all can find it. Um, I have a poetry blog blog and a travel blog and writing is like one of my number one passions and I've been writing ever since I can remember. Um, And it's just my way to get my my views out there and my thoughts and it's really freeing in a sense um and I haven't been shy about sharing my writing I have shared a lot of really personal things um with people online and I've gotten great responses and it's been an amazing experience being so vulnerable and open to people people I've never even met before um and it's scary. I've definitely, I've had people see some things that I did not want them to see, but that's the price of being an open book. And I think I would rather be that way because a lot of people have come to me and said that things I've been open about have helped them be open about the same thing or have helped them know that they're not alone. And my life isn't perfect. And I've been through a lot of shit and I'm real about that. And you know, I'll talk about it probably eventually about my journey with social media and how mindfulness relates to that um, and how that hinders mindfulness. 
Um, but I also think there are some positives to social media, such as the fact that I can share my story on there and we all can. Um, but I think it's really important to be our authentic selves. Um, if there is a self, (laughs) um, online and just everywhere because it's, it's causing people to be depressed and anxious when we present ourselves a certain way online and even celebrities, you know, go through shit and mental health issues. And I think we all have to be real about that stuff. Not that we have to tell everyone everything, but I think if you're going to present yourself online, do it in an authentic way and in a way that might mean something to someone else. Because if you're just being fake and, you know, only presenting the good stuff, it's really, it's just a waste. Why are you even on there? You know, um, and I really had to evaluate time and time again, why am I, why am I, why am I on social media? Why am I doing X? Why am I doing Y? Why am I doing Z? I'm a very intentional person in my life. And, you know, in terms of doing a podcast, I've thought about why, like, am I just doing this to get my own personal views out there? Cause I want someone to listen and validate me and say, you know what? You're right. You're not the only one that thinks that. No, that's not why I'm doing it because my opinion doesn't mean anything. Um, and I'll probably talk more about Buddhism and all these different things and how they tie into everything, but it's not about ego. It's not about what I think. It's not about who I am, who I think I am. It's about making the world better and pushing everyone towards this more enlightened future. And I think we can have a better future if we focus on ourselves and we become more mindful and conscious. And it's kind of a, you know, there's two sides to it. There's you developing yourself and being a better person. And then there's you connecting with the world and using your skills and your passions and your talents to improve the world. And I think that's a responsibility of all of us. And we can all do it in different ways. Um, some of us are more um, equipped to be interacting with people and to be out there in the world and be activists. And some of us are more reserved. And so we might have another way of bringing our goodness into the world, such as a monk who does, you know, service on kind of a smaller scale. Um, so I think, you know, the path isn't the same for everyone. No one's path is the same. And if I talk about my path and my journey, don't ever think that you should follow that or that's going to be right for you or, you know, I'm preaching or I'm trying to get someone to do what I'm doing because that's not true. Um, I just want to share my story and kind of share some things I've learned. And I'm young. I'm only 21, going to be 22 later this year, but I've been through a shit ton for such a young age. Um, traveled quite a bit. Um I'm just about to finish two bachelor's degrees and had a, I've had a lot of life experiences, um, so far just because I put myself out there and I've seen a lot of the world and I've met a lot of people and had a lot of tough times, but I'm a lot better for it. So I'll be kind of tying all of that into different topics. Um, so that's kind of the podcast. I, recently started getting into podcasts, so hopefully the more that I'll listen to them, if anyone has any recommendations, let me know, um, the better this one will be. Um, So today I just wanted to talk real quickly about, um, I heard that it's National Equal Pay Day um, in the United States, and just reading some stuff online, um, apparently the 
wage gap is worse than we thought it was we ever thought it was before um and as most of you know white women make you know around 80 cents to a man's dollar whatever they want to say 79 cents um for black women the number is lower the number is let me see if i can find the exact number 61 cents they say and then for latina women it's 53 cents so we don't even really think about the fact that wow you mean people of color is not a it's not a term that you know there's different groups of people within there and we have to realize that so the fact that latina women are even making less and then you know not to mention all of the undocumented immigrants that are in this country working making a few dollars a day to do backbreaking work um and a lot of women are sexually abused in those fields because if they speak up they'll be deported so basically their bosses can do whatever they want to them given the current structure that we have um so obviously this whole thing is bullshit and i have a lot to say about it um feminism of course and then tying into the fact that a lot of feminism you know there's this stream of feminism called white feminism and what we mean by white feminism is not that it's just white women that are feminists um there's actually you know they say women of color can be white feminists and what that means is that your feminism just isn't intersectional so you're just thinking about white women and their struggles and this is the mainstream type of feminism that we're all spoon-fed it's taylor swift feminism it can even be seen as beyonce feminism if you're not really considering all the things that go into you know um a woman's struggles beyond her gender um and also nowadays that includes um trans exclusive feminism and sex worker exclusive feminism um as well as other things like ableism classism all those kinds of things And recently in the news, we've seen this story about Cardi B, the rapper, um, former stripper. I love her. (laughs) But recently, an old video of her surfaced where she was saying that when she was a stripper, she used to rob and drug men um, to survive. And of course, there's been a huge backlash about this. Um, People are saying, comparing it to Bill Cosby and you know calling her horrible and um saying there's all sorts of problems with this and i really want to look at it from a different perspective that i think a lot of people haven't looked at it from and i think the perspective people are looking at it from is a white feminist perspective because they're not they're not listening to her she she said that she knows that her actions were wrong they weren't the best and she's not proud of them um however She was a sex worker, and she did feel like she had to do it to survive. And people that are really criticizing her without listening to her, they're doing it out of ignorance to the lives of sex workers. And this is something I've gotten really passionate about in the past year. Um, And sex work, it's, it's undoubtedly a justifiable, valid field of work. And it's, they say it's the oldest profession in the book. And, you know, if you, if you're going to judge a woman with what she does with her body, whether it's an abortion, whether it's sex work, you know, whatever, that's not feminism, you know, whatsoever. So we have to be inclusive of sex workers in this. And we have to look at this whole Cardi B scandal through the lens of intersectionality and 
intersectional feminism because she was doing what she had to do to survive at the time. Did she rape men? No. She, I mean, in my eyes, she just redistributed the wealth because, like they say, we live in this system of capitalism where there is a wealthy elite dominating this entire majority of us that are suffering and struggling and will never really make it to where we don't have to worry about money. Cardi did that. Good for her, but she had to struggle a lot to get there. And a lot of people will never know what it's like to be a stripper where you, you know, men threaten to murder you every day. Strippers are murdered and raped out there every day and harassed and attacked. And it's not, it's not an easy job. Any sex work is not an easy job. And she did it because she felt like she had to do it to survive. And that's survival mode. And that's what capitalism does to people, especially people of color, especially women in this society. And we see the same thing with drug dealing and, um, you know, all those kinds of activities that people have to do in ghettoized areas where these people have a stigma over them and people discriminate over them and discriminate them and say that they're horrible people and this and that. Um, These, you know, usually people of color, but... In the system that we've given them, where they're discriminated against literally every single step of the way in the li- their lives, where they can't get equal access to education, they can't get equal access to housing, to cars, to loans, to higher education, um, all of these things, we've discriminated against them. And if you're also living in poverty, that's just, that's, you know, almost a death sentence. So they have to find a way to survive and they have to turn to something that is ridiculously illegal, in my opinion, which I can talk more about at another time, is the drug trade. The drug trade was, if drugs were legalized, we wouldn't have, you know, this violence and this incarceration problem. And maybe we could actually work on fixing poverty and eradicating the root of the issue instead of attacking the people that are doing what they need to do to survive. Um, So I don't look down upon these people. I don't you know, I don't consider them criminals, and a lot of activists that I know now um, into socialism and all of these things besides capitalism, we're, we're starting to look at this whole concept of stealing differently. It's like kind of like Robin Hood, I guess. So it's like taking from the rich, giving to the poor, taking for yourself what you need. Um, random, not really. Um, I'm in a Facebook group about broke vegans and so people always post their like sad drunk meals and stuff that they eat and um this guy posted this meal of these delicious looking tacos and his comment was everything in this picture was shoplifted (laughs) and you know most people at first would be like um okay (laughs) but you know a lot of the comments were positive and they're saying hey man like they're the man you know the man, the government, the system is trying to get us down every step of the way. And we're all being crushed under the weight of capitalism. And you're doing what you got to do to survive. And, you know, I know people that shoplift or steal or more so a lot of them will go to like the dumpsters where they throw out food um, and take that because it's going to waste anyways, which helps the environmental issues um, in our world. But you know, when you really consider, is the system ethical? Is the system justified? And then you look at, you know, no. I mean, <laughs> let's say no, it's it's not at all. We're living under a broken system. And so 
is it justified to do something against that system to benefit yourself and to survive? Then we'd say yes. You know, so you really have to shift your thinking. You really have to have this comprehensive view of our society and our history and you have to have this background knowledge um so it's not an easy conversation to have I'm not gonna walk up to anyone and try to defend Cardi B and bring up the wage gap and all of these things because you really need to have a lot of background knowledge um so I definitely I can link some things and um give some other resources so that this might make a little bit more sense if you have no idea where I'm coming from (laughs) but yeah, I just wish that the conversation would shift um, to really consider, you know, the struggles of black women, of black sex workers, of sex workers, of women, you know, women of color, you know, everyone that's being crushed under the weight of capitalism. And when someone says, I had to do this to survive, how many times have you heard your friends, your family say that? Probably never. So if someone's saying that, they really had to do it to survive. And, you know, people do some wild things to survive. And she didn't kill anyone and she didn't rape anyone. And, you know, it was rich men that she took money from that were probably going to give her the money anyways. <laughs> and we really need to look at it from this whole perspective and, and listen to her and um, listen to women and believe women and believe sex workers and don't write over their stories and think that you know what they've been through or what they're going through or you can tell them what's ethical and what's not when, you know, you're someone that hasn't had to struggle. You haven't had to do something to survive ever. You've just were born and you've survived and you've thrived and you have a trust fund. And (laughs) even if you don't, you know, we all have varying levels of privilege. And if we're not looking at things from someone else's perspective and who has less privilege than us, then we're really not fully understanding their story. And we're not going to, you know, believe them and, and, think that their story and their experience is valid and doing that is really important we really need to validate people you know listen to people listen to people my god um people that are oppressed you know listen to them i could get into the i could go on for hours but i'm not going to right now because this is just a little introductory podcast but just to give you a little taste of my brain and where i'm at at a daily basis (laughs) And the conversations I like to have. Um, and I also saw this meme by a sex worker on Twitter. Um, she said, it was this meme and it said, it's always okay to rob your oppressors. <laughs> and in this like 80s, like digital art font, it was like amazing. But I totally agree. I I definitely agree to that. Um, look more into racism look more into the plight of sex workers in this country um it's redistributing the damn wealth like you know the people in wall street are criminals um people in government are criminals and they've done far worse things and they have billions of dollars and they're never gonna have to struggle in their lives so really look at this system that we have is it just is it functioning for everyone is it working out for everyone no it's not And so those of us that it's not working out for, we have to find a way to survive. We have to find a way to try to overcome capitalism, which is, you know, next to impossible. Um, And that's why we need to start looking at better systems and better ways um, of doing things so that, you know, we don't have all these oppressed groups 
trying to survive and then having to drug and rob people to survive because that's a reality um so yeah just a little bit of my mind right now um it's national equal pay day so educate yourself on that i'm not gonna really go into a ton of statistics and facts right now because you can easily google that um and i'm not really sure how much i'm going to refer to specific statistics i know i mentioned what the pay was um but there's a lot more factors in terms of this whole pay gap thing besides just the dollar amount um the fact that women have to take more time off and it's harder for them to go back to work when they take time off and all of these different things there's so many things i could get into but um i just really wanted to focus on that one aspect that kind of tied into intersectionality and sex workers um which i'll definitely be talking more about in the future um so yeah get educated start looking this shit up because you know no one's gonna hand it to you unless you go to college and take a class which is what i did how i got into all of this you know we're most we're grown adults and we have to be willing to do the research and to improve ourselves and you know that's the most frustrating thing for me having conversations with people that are completely ignorant to these issues and social justice they want me to tell them what i've learned from four years of college like i've paid i've worked my way to like learn this information to try to be a better human being um you know unpack my white privilege and all of this shit and i'm not saying that i'm amazing or anything like that not putting myself on a pedestal i work every single day to try to you know use whatever privilege i have and you know for good and how to work for a better future so we can all do that we're all capable and we're all responsible for doing that um so yeah that's kind of my whole message for this whole podcast hope you enjoyed this first episode um i'll definitely be recording more if you have any topics you want to hear me talk about any current events um social justice issues mindfulness topics yoga i'm also a yoga instructor i forgot to mention um literally anything i love talking about as long as it's not you know hate promoting (laughs) um so thank you for listening let me know what you think and i will see you all or talk to you all or hope you listen to me again soon have a wonderful night